Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Trust and Thrive. I'm your host, Tara Mont, and we are back with another solo episode today. I think I mentioned in last week's episode, I've had a lot more on my mind than usual, and I'm feeling inspired to share a solo episode. I will have guest episodes coming out though soon, so stay tuned. But I feel like I've gotten some messages about solo episodes and sharing my thoughts and experiences, and I'm just always honored and flattered and warms my heart when I hear that other people are listening. It's funny because I forget that people listen to this. (laughs) Like I have a moment like, oh my gosh, like someone's listening to this. That kind of makes me nervous, but also very excited and flattered. So if you're listening to this, thank you. Thank you for being here. And as a reminder, before we get into it, that you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Trust and Thrive. And if there's ever a week it happens where I don't have an episode coming now or something changes, the schedule changes, I will keep you mainly updated on Instagram. So I would make sure to follow me on there if you want updates of the show. And if you like the topics we discuss, I discuss those a lot more on my Instagram as well with mainly memes. So I hope you enjoy those too. And if you want to support the show, you can leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify as well. So to get right into this week's topic, I'm not going to say this again. I was going to say I have a lot on my mind, but I say that every single episode. (laughs) Like when do I not have a lot on my mind? I always do. But specifically, I've been reflecting on my ability to feel things, our human ability to feel things, everyone's different. One thing I've noticed within these last few years as I've been on my own healing journey, therapy journey, whatever we want to call it, is that I've been like so hyper-focused at times on analyzing and reflecting and thinking about why I feel this way or what's being brought up for me that sometimes I forget to just be to just feel, to just live. And specifically, I think as I've been in school and obviously studying psychology, it has made me more hyper aware of myself and my surroundings. And at the same time, this doesn't mean I'm like analyzing people. I'm really not. I try to be human. When I'm a therapist, I'm a therapist. When I'm not being a therapist, I am not being a therapist. Like I'm not defined by that. I'm aware. But no matter what, I have that thinking that is like always in the back of my head for myself even 
sometimes I'm thinking to myself, okay, why do I feel this way? Why am I, why am I feeling this way? Why am I reacting in this way? Like, for example, if I'm having a day where I just don't feel great, like maybe I feel really sad or maybe I feel really down and I just don't feel good about myself. I often really want like an answer as if there's a set answer to how I feel all the time, which is not the case. And I'm really, really learning that I don't need to have all the answers. I will never have all the answers, obviously. I don't need to overanalyze and dive deep into every single thing in life. I can just live. I can just be like, okay, I'm sad today. I may not know why. I mean, obviously, sometimes it's important to understand why we feel the way we feel. And other times it's okay to just be. Often I've noticed like maybe I don't have a reason. Maybe I'm about to get my period and I just feel gross and and it's just hormones. Who knows? But I don't need to check off the box and think, okay, that's why I feel the way I do. That's why this is the way it is. Life is so complex. And I feel like if I try to analyze and reflect on every little thing, I'm never really going to live. And I've been noticing that. In my own life, because while I am very thankful to be prioritizing self-awareness and really reflecting inward and why I react or feel certain ways, why I respond in certain ways, why something is maybe triggering for me, I find that valuable to be doing that. And at the same time, I'm trying to remind myself to just live. And this makes me think of Overall, the messages we receive, especially within the American culture, if you live here, about doing, 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 working, 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 being defined by what we do. And that has connected to the wellness culture, if we want to call it that, of needing to be more healed and practice more self-care and do this and do that to a point where it's almost negating the actual message that is there. If our message is to take care of ourselves and then we're even hyper-focused on how we take care of ourselves, if that makes sense. We're like, okay, but to take care of yourself, you have to do X, Y, and Z and check all these boxes. Maybe what we need to do is just let ourselves be sometimes. And that may sound so simple, but for me at least, I see that as like a revelation I'm having (laughs) because I really have been so focused on the next thing and not just about accomplishments, but even the next thing when it comes to working on myself and taking care of myself and healing and doing all that work, that can also be dangerous. Too much of anything can be dangerous. I know what it's like to feel numb. I've had moments in the past. I've had moments this year. I've really struggled with my mental health and I'm doing a lot better now, but this year I really struggled and a few years ago and it's I've experienced what it's like to feel numb. And I think often when we think about feeling depressed, we may only associate it with feeling sad. Um I know for me and for many people and not going to And please don't diagnose yourself. Like I said, this isn't a replacement for therapy or psychiatry or anything. But in the DSM, the symptom of depression can be apathy. I know what that's like. I know what it's like to just not care, to feel pretty empty. And so when I do feel sad, when I do feel angry, when I do feel happy or whatever I feel, I, and I'm not saying I always appreciate it. I'm human. I have moments. But when I look at it from the outside, I'm so thankful that I have the ability to feel those things 
because I know what it's like to not. I know what it's like to almost not care anymore. And that's a really scary feeling. It's a scary feeling to think I'm not even sad about this. I'm not even angry. I just, I'm almost hopeless. I just don't feel right now. It feels like I don't feel. So I have been really appreciating more than ever my ability to feel, my ability to feel because I have forgotten to feel at times. I've had moments where either I've felt apathetic or I've had laser eyes on just understanding why I feel the way I feel as opposed to just feeling that feeling. And that in many ways can be a distraction. It has been a distraction for me. Why do I feel this way? So instead of just sitting with this uncomfortable feeling, I'm going to now become a little FBI agent and dive deep into this emotion and get to the root of it. (laughs) And while that can be helpful in certain cases, it can also be helpful to just feel. And I want to make it clear that this is not me giving advice or telling you or anyone listening to do, to live a certain way, to feel a certain way. Because I also acknowledge that some experiences, I also acknowledge that some of our coping mechanisms, of course, keep us safe or make us feel like we're safe. And for many people who have been through so much pain and who maybe have not been able to really feel the way they feel due to safety, it may be a lot to open that, to open that box and to let it all out. It may be hard to do that on your own. It may be too much. And that's obviously where professional help and therapy can come in if we have the privilege to do so, because not everyone does have that privilege or access or those resources. So when I say feeling the way we feel, at least for me, and being able to sit with it, I also understand that for many, if that's new to you, that can be so beyond difficult. And so you may need that support. And that's okay. That's okay. So I'm only speaking from my experience because I have had space to feel with a therapist or with loved ones in those settings. And now I do feel more comfortable with the discomfort on my own. So when I'm on my own and I'm angry or I'm upset or I'm hurt or I'm disappointed, I'd often want to just run away from that feeling or do something to escape that feeling. And don't take me wrong. I'm human. Like I still will do those things. I will have a hard day or I will not feel great. And I'll think, okay, sushi, DoorDash will help me. (laughs) Like, trust me, maybe not consciously, maybe it's subconscious, but I will do it. And I'm not, I'm human. Sometimes I want to escape. I'm not saying we have to sit with the pain forever. And I'm not telling you or anyone what to do because you know your situation more than anyone But for me, there are moments where I compartmentalize, I maybe avoid how I'm feeling. And sometimes we need to do that. Like, for example, if I'm having a really, really tough week, I have to compartmentalize for my clients. Yes, I show up authentically. And at the same time, I compartmentalize that because this is their time. I show up for them. I show up to support them. And part of showing up authentically in that moment is setting that boundary for myself so that I can show up for my clients. I have just really, really been reflecting on this and I'm going back to the Barbie movie. I know I talked about it last time, (laughs) but one thing that I really appreciated from that movie is, I'm not going to spoil it once again if you haven't seen it, but just, you've probably heard this on TikTok, that there was the quote, close your eyes and just feel. 
I forget. And I know we're talking about like a doll in the movie. So, so yeah, maybe it's like new to her to feel. I thought what a privilege it is to be able to feel because I have felt apathetic. I have felt like a doll. I have felt like I didn't have any emotions. And that to me is the scariest, the scariest feeling when you just don't, you don't even feel sad. You don't even feel angry. And it's almost like you don't even care anymore. I've been there. And so now when I do feel deeply, I feel like I appreciate it even more. And that's not to say that I'm always thankful when someone disappoints me or when I feel angry or when I feel hurt or when I make a mistake or I'm embarrassed, whatever it is. I'm human. Obviously, I'm not like, yay, I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) And at the same time, I realize that I'm able to get through it. I have survived the discomfort of feeling and I will survive it again. And so I want to make it very, very clear. I can only speak from my experience. I don't know what anyone else listening is going through exactly. And so I would never say, oh, go feel, do this, that. Life is complex. We all have different living situations, mental health struggles we may be dealing with, resources we have access to. So I hope me sharing my experience can maybe give you a different perspective or maybe it resonates with you in some way. But this will never be a replacement for therapy. There's never a black or white answer, one way to live life. I'm simply sharing my experience. And for me, I am really, really working on it, which is hard because I can overthink every little thing. I'm working on sometimes just feeling. I don't need to pinpoint why I feel the way I feel because sometimes that's just a way to distract myself from feeling that way. I'll think, okay, why am I feeling this specific way today? And then I go back and I'm trying to think of everything as if I have one set answer. And sometimes it's not one thing. Maybe I'm not anxious because of that one thing. Maybe I'm anxious for many reasons. Maybe it's a somatic symptom I'm experiencing for another reason. Other times, it is good to reflect on why I feel the way I feel. But life is so complex and there's no, there's no one way to live. And I'm recognizing that gray area as well that, yes, while sometimes it is great to reflect and understand why I am the way I am or feeling the way I'm feeling, there are also moments where the best thing I can do for myself is to just be, to just be, because I've forgotten what it feels like to feel. I've forgotten in the past, I've forgotten to feel and not necessarily by choice, but from just really struggling. And now that I have that privilege to feel, to sit with the discomfort, to know that I can make it out of that, I'm going to embrace that even when I don't want to, even when I don't want to. And at the same time, sometimes I won't. Sometimes I will try to distract. I will do something else. Also, I don't have to sit with my feelings all the time and be like, okay, I must sit with this. I can't experience joy and go have fun because I have to be sad. I think you get what I mean. (laughs) I think I'm hoping that this all makes sense. For me, I just want to share that life is so complicated There's no one way to heal. There's no one way to take care of yourself. There's no one way to practice self-care. There's no one way to feel your feelings. There's no one right thing to do because we are all so different. And even with each of us, we all have different needs at different times and different feelings at different times and different situations in our lives. So I hope you know 
I hope this is a reminder to check in with yourself. You may see all these messages online. I share my personal experience. You may see other people talk about stuff. There's no one right way to feel, to live, to heal, to set boundaries. There's no one right way. Yes, there might be some ways that are beneficial or helpful or maybe relate to your situation, but there's no one right way to do anything. And I always personally, just to go there, I see it as a red flag. If you ever see an account that's like, this is the one right way to do this. This is the one sign that you know you're this. It's like, no, life is so much more complex than that. And it's it's so much more. So thank you for listening. And if you can relate, please let me know. If not, if you were able to take something away or you just listen to me have my own little therapy session for fun, just thank you. You can find me once again at Trust and Thrive on Instagram, on TikTok, and you can also leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts if you'd like to support the show and Spotify. So thank you in advance if you choose to do so. I'm just very thankful for this community. And we're in August now. Here we go. I have another two months of school and a few months of my internship. We're getting there. I'm also thinking, I don't know how I'm going to say bye to my clients in a few months. If I go there, it makes me really sad. And you know what? I will sit with that sadness at some point. But like I said in this episode, right now I'm not ready. We're not there yet. So (laughs) I have some time. Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful start to your August. Take care of yourself. And we will be back with a new episode next Thrive Thursday.